are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Welcome to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. With the deal, brother Jay. What's up, good brother? Hey, man, season two continues, man. Hey. Uh, brother Jay, it's an honor and a privilege to have you here. Yeah. Because we are on the eve mm-hmm. of uh, probably one of the greatest days known <laughs> to mankind. What day is that, Kevin? It's my birthday, brother. There it is, brother. There it is. It's my birthday, brother Jay. Uh, yeah, November 10th, uh, a legend was born uh, mm. some 39 years ago. Okay. Yeah, man. So I uh, I actually poured out a few shots for us. Uh-huh. And so we're not going to turn um, the GRG podcast into the into drink champs. Okay. But we are going to celebrate on the eve of a pretty important day. Hey, man, I'm with it. I'm always down to you celebrate. Know, and uh since I can't go anywhere for my birthday mm-hmm. this year, uh, we have some Haitian rum. Yeah, so we gonna go to Haiti real quick. We can go to Haiti right quick. Okay. And most of the time, when people travel, like my friends and their family that travel in my circle or what have you, when they go out, and I usually tell them to bring me back a souvenir. Okay. Souvenirs and shot glass. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? If I can't uh, go anywhere for my birthday. Then I'm just gonna bring the places to 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 us, and so we have some Haitian rum, courtesy of you. And uh, oh, it's so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. Uh, it's 100% sugarcane rum. Yeah, I read the back of the label. There it is. After you gave it to me. <laughs> uh, and we have some shot glasses here. Yeah. So there are three shot glasses. You know, if it, if this was a, a a frat function, that'd be three for the founders. For the founders. For the founders, okay. right? But uh, you know, um, I kind of went through I have shot glasses from pretty much all over the globe and so I said okay well where do where if I if I had it my way where would I go and so um we have a shot glass from Aruba got it we have a shot glass from the Cayman Islands mm. and we have a shot glass from Italy okay yeah Italia exactly okay. and so I, I i said you know um if i had it my way i would probably be at one of those three destinations or maybe somewhere in the caribbean courtesy and shout out to haiti mm. yeah okay and so uh it's my birthday so yes i'm forcing you to drink no force no force yeah. no need to force you know i i always enjoy a good libation hey man that's it that's it we are uh getting ready for uh the next kickback mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. That should be a pretty good time also. I, I do. I do. It's going to be our friends giving. Friends giving. Yes. And uh, me and brother Jay, we're going to be cooking up a little something, something, yeah. a little something, something, you know. So yeah, I've, I've been known to get it in, in the kitchen. A little slight work. A little light, little, light work. Yeah, light work, little, little light work. Yeah, man. So um, to kick off this show and celebration on my birthday, and all of the Scorpios out there, because tis is Scorpio season. And if you got any Scorpio friends, hold on to them tight. We loyal. We loyal, <laughs> man. Don't cross them, because we never forget. Never forgive, either. Never forgive. Yeah, that's... God forgives. I don't. Yeah, I think... But I think... <laughs> aren't you on the cusp of Virgo as well? Nah, nah no? not at all. When no. does when does Virgo mm. end? Nah, man, it's no Virgo, it's nothing. So, oh right, you're November. I'm, I'm, got in, it, got I'm, got in, I'm in between Libra and Sagittarius. See, okay, my my ex wife was a Libra. So it's Virgo Libra. I, maybe. Yeah, Virgo, yeah. Virgo Libra and then um, Scorpio. Okay. Yeah, my uh my ex wife was a Libra, and my mother's a Sagittarius. Okay. Me and my sister Scorpio. My sister's birthday is a week after mine. Okay. Yeah. So as a matter of fact. Uh, our birthdays. My mother, my sister, my my birthday. My sister and my mother are in um the weeks back to back to back. Okay. So my sister's birthday is next weekend, mm-hmm. same time. My mother's birthday is the weekend after that, same time. So maybe the three shots on the table for them too. Happy <laughs> birthday to y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all a lot. A lot. So yeah, man, we gonna go ahead and um hit it. Salute, man. Here's hey, to. Man. Here's to 39 years. Absolutely. And God willing, I can get 40 more. Get my three scores in 10. Plus one. Yep. Woo! Mm, mm, mm. 
I'm going to leave that Aruba one for you. Yeah, I'm going to go to Aruba a little later in the show. <laughs> a little later in the show. Not right now. Hey, man, so we in the building, man. It, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's cold out. Yes. It's cold out. Uh, East Coast got a, a winter storm and well, an Arctic blast, if you will. It's, it was 25 degrees this morning. I wasn't expecting that. And it was snowing yesterday. Man. You know, but I, I guess 45, 45 is effing up, man. I'm, Mama J, I'm gonna try not to cuss too much today. I'm gonna try. I'm a, I'm a try. I might, it might be something that slip out there, but you know, I'm gonna try. But yeah, it's 45's fault, man. We can't get no, we can't get any consecutive seasons like a, as far as just you know, you in the moment. Like we didn't get, we really didn't get a, a spring. It went straight from cold to hot. Mm-hmm. And we really didn't get a fall because we're in fall now. And we were we had winter yesterday. It, yeah, For the last two days winter. Of the winter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's forty five's fault, man. I blame everything on him, man. I blame everything on forty five. We had four seasons when Obama was in office. Man, we had four seasons when when W was in office. W. Yeah, man. Look, that, that's that's how bad things have gotten. When it's like, damn, man. We miss George Bush. I miss W, man. I miss W. God. I miss him. That's how you know. That's how you know we are in our last days. Yeah. yeah. At least at least W, at least W could drink a beer, talk some trash. But he's friends with Michelle. So. Friends with Michelle. You um, know, he keep he keep the church candy in his pocket for Michelle, yeah. man. Yeah. God, so God bless Michelle. Yeah, man. Forty five is, is is crazy. But a lot of things are going on uh today. T.I. T.I. is strange, man. Like that, That's so, my guy, man. I like, you know, trap music, man. I, I get it. He's the king and originator I, of the trap. I give it to him. But as a father, as a father, I understand his perspective as far as wanting, wanting to protect your kids from having unprotected sex. No, and, he's, he was referring to sex in, in general. Yeah. Yeah, in I, general. I, I, so that was kind of, it's kind of gross. Like so, you want to check your daughter's hymen every year? So for the for our listeners who were confused on what we were referring to, T.I. said on his podcast that he um, goes to the gynecologist with his daughter and sits in a room during the consultation um, while he makes sure the hymen, the hymen is, still, is intact. still intact to ensure that she's a virgin. Dude. So there's a few things that I have a problem with. Um Dude. I have a problem. I have a problem. You know, it's strange, man. Like, T.I. Like, I understand the wanting to be overprotected, protective of your children. However, that's gross, man. <laughs> there's, there's, so there's a couple things, right? That I'm thinking before we even, we're going to take the, the light off of him. What does that do to her? That's fair. She's 18, and yes, she may have given consent, but was she classically conditioned? To where consent seems normal and, oh, that's just dad. That's just the way he is, right? And we have to stop. We have to stop using those statements on our behavior um, as well as others' behavior to accept it as normal when it's toxic, right? That's just the way he is. Dad's going to be dad. And I'm thinking about... That's like really controlling and domineering. And so scary, man. Does that set her up to accept that type of behavior in a partner when she gets to be in a relationship? If her partner wants to be controlling, right? Because we tend to model our relationships after um, strong influences from the opposite sex, if you will. Um, Or, you know, depending on. Your preference, it may be the same sex, but you, you tend to model or have a, a guest list or a wish list. I'm sorry, not a guest list. What am I thinking about? The club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you tend to have a wish list of characteristics from individual that you um, that you would want in your in your partner. And so will that set her up to accept controlling and domineering behavior? Like, I don't trust you. I'm coming to the bathroom with you. From her partner and yeah, then for her yeah. to accept it as normal. It also, I'm also thinking about what does that do to her mental, mm-hmm. right? Because that's a trauma- traumatic thing depending on how you, like, no matter how you look at it, like, th- this this is off. 
and tip, you know, I brother, I'd be rooting for you. And then like, you say some, you say some shit like this. Like I was, I heard it and I, I chose not to process it at the moment. I thought about it because I, I, I understand his concern as a father and, and not wanting your children to have sex before they're ready unprotected sex or just to get involved with a scumbag like i understand that that part of it but i also think that there are ways to get at the heart of your concerns without walking into the doctor's room when your daughter is having like her annual physical and check okay i also like and and going back to toxic masculinity from um Damn, it's season two. We still yeah, can't say it. <laughs> we still can't masculinity. Say it. Toxic, toxic masculinity. masculinity. Um, practicing baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're going back to when we were having this conversation, thinking about it. You don't. There, there is no test, right? There is no test that will determine if someone is a virgin. The hymen can break if you are riding a bicycle. The hymen can break if you are physically involved in sports. The mm-hmm. hymen can break if you are doing yoga. Like it, 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 I'm trying to understand his logic, but I'm also coming from a place, um, and I may get pushback. You know, fair, I, it's I, fair. I, hey, I man, may get pushback. We're not perfect on the GRG podcast, but but <laughs> but I'm thinking like Ti did. Thinking about your sexual escapades, right? Yeah, man. You want to protect one, but what was were you was you were you protecting the daughters of other men that was in your hotel room when you first hit the scene, right? And so it's like, are you trying to protect her from predators like yourself? Damn. <laughs> right? And I'm I'm trying I'm I didn't want to go there, right? Yeah, but hey, I'm, we here we here now. But I that that kind of pissed me off. That okay. kind of pissed me off because like at at a certain point. If you have instilled the values in your child, your child will then begin to embody those values throughout their behaviors. You can't control what your child does or does not do. The only thing you can do is raise the child up the best way you can, the best way you can. And at a certain age, right, is when those training wheels come off, they have to now navigate this adult world based on those values and morals that you've instilled in them, bro. I, that that actually pissed me off. I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. You, that's fair. I'm gonna play devil's that's advocate. That's fair. I, 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 ain't I don't. Be mad at you. I I don't necessarily approve or condone like being that. Like if I had a daughter, like that's not what the annual physical is for. Correct. <laughs> it's not. That's Correct. not what the annual physical is for. Um, I would want to. My hope is that if I ever had a daughter we would have an open line of communication to discuss the importance of waiting or at least if you're not going to wait, just making, making sure that you're just not going to lay down with just anybody. Correct. Like that's the biggest concern for me. I do believe, however, that T I might be scared of what's to come. That karma is about to happen and it's going to happen possible. to his daughter. That's possible. But but I and I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You know, I got a son, 9 years old. Correct. And um I had to have the birds and bees conversation with him, man. Shit, at 9? Yes. Well, that's fair at nine. I mean, he's exposed to things that we weren't necessarily exposed to. I hate the public school systems of the United States of America. <laughs> I hate the public school systems. I hate the internet. I hate cell phones. I hate uh, social media. I hate everything because <laughs> kids have kids have so much access to so much information. Yes, and I, you know, I didn't want to have to explain what some of the sexual terms mean to a nine-year-old. I feel like he wasn't ready, and I and I, I, I and I guess you know, as parents, we can't control everything around our children when they leave our homes and, 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 you know, go to school or go out in the street, go outside to play. And so it's scary because I'm, I'm, he's, he's asking me questions and I'm explaining it. And yo, I felt like, 
I felt like I botched uh, Heathcliff Huxtable and Theo Huxtable's talk. <laughs> that was my guideline to have the birds and bees conversation with my son, man. So, like straight up. And so, and I, I wasn't prepared to have it. That's fair. I mean, because you were probably thinking, yo, I got like two more years. I, I, you know what? He's nah, I, I, I was saying, you know, maybe I have, yeah, maybe 11, 12. Okay. 11, 12, okay. 11, 12, I, I, you know, but it, at nine, I, I wasn't thinking about all that at nine, man. But we also And weren't. then the kids trying to figure out, how, like, like if, if, uh, if, if they kiss, was <laughs> would a girl get pregnant? <laughs> like that's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yes. I wasn't ready. I yes. wasn't ready, brother Jay. I wasn't ready. Or as my colleagues once said, uh, spooning will lead to forking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the fork's coming out if you spoon. <laughs> Believe that. We're not even hey, going to talk about the knife. <laughs> hey, for all of our ladies that's listening, if a, if, a, if a mofo talking about, yeah, let's spoon and cuddle. You best believe the fork coming mm, out. Yeah. So be careful. Watch yourselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> watch yourself. You got to watch. It's cuffing season. It's yeah. cold outside. Young watch lady, yourselves. You got to watch. <laughs> and so, so going back to T.I., mm-hmm. I empathize with him from the fear the fear perspective, right? But that's a little overboard to me. Kevin is beyond overboard, yeah, brother. Yeah, Like, I, I get you wanting to make sure. But just because it hasn't broken doesn't mean it hasn't been touched. Hey, or or what the young boys say, what their mouth do. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn it's, it's, hey, I'm just saying, man. I'm right. just saying, so, it's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> God. Hey, man, it's a fella's show. I'm, hey, we keeping it real. So, we keeping it real, man. Like, hey. so, yeah, the homie might be intact, but you don't never, you, you don't know what, you don't know what your daughter doing, man. You, you can only but, raise her the best you can and trust that she's going to make the right decision. Yeah. That's, that's all you can that, do. That's, that's it. But Pray I, on it. But I think wanting to have that control, it's like, but, and then someone was like, well, what is Tiny saying? I was like, well, shit. Like, <laughs> hey, what man. the hell? Like, you, you, what, what is she going to say? But, I, regardless of the fact, because hell, Tiny was getting busy. Huh? Yeah. Kick T. off I your shoes busy. and relax your feet. Kick huh? off your shoes, relax your feet. Party on down to the escape. Beat. I'm just saying, just man. kicking it. Hey, the softest place on earth. Huh? I wonder what they was talking Come about. Come on, sir. <laughs> I'm just they weren't talking about no Sealy pasta <laughs> pizza. Nah, nah. <laughs> God, for real, Joe. man. I don't know. I don't know. So I, you know, Ti, Ti's like I, I, I have to take Ti in doses. Like I love, I love trap music. Ti, that's my guy. I love the king. He the king of the south. You, but, I, that's my guy. But do you like the thirty-two word using Ti? Oh yeah, cause I, I I have the cadence on occasion of a Baptist minister myself. So I don't, I, you know, expeditiously. I learned it and lean on me. The movie Lean on Me. I learned what expeditiously means. And instantaneous. Yeah. <laughs> so you I, know, but I, it's some things that Ti. It's it's like all right, you want to boycott Gucci. For certain things, but then at the same time, you just like he'll, he'll he'll do something that's positive, and then say something that's just completely asinine. <laughs> Stupid. But we human. We human, though, right? We go. We, you know, we ain't gonna get it right all the time. Right, but then we get close to right. <laughs> Shit, get close to so, right. So you you're not gonna if you have a little girl, you're not gonna be listen, at the annual checkups listen, checking the annual. No, at this at that point in the stage where we have to where where you're having annual gynecology uh, visits, it's too late, folks. <laughs> it's too if, late. She's if grown. the if the morals and values that her and um, I mean that me, no, that I get my pronouns mm-hmm. together, that I and her mother have not. Um, taken residence within her mind and shaped her behavior at this point it's it's nothing that i can do at this point hey man it's like a coach right during practice i can be on the court and i can stop you in the middle of plays and and do correction and direction but when it's game time now you can do i'm behind the line because if i cross the line that's a tactical Mm. Say that one more time, brother. When I Jack. cross the line, it's a tactic. Boy, the gems keep coming on season two. Woo! <laughs> and you so, hear that? Like, you hear that, parents? When you cross the line, it's a technical. I'm, I'm troubled. I'm, I'm, I have, you know, I don't have children. Um, but I think, I, I, I think with my, 
what's my role within the mental health space? Um, and then the human services space. I, th- that was a effed up thing, one, for him to say, but two, for him to actually think that it was appropriate to do. Mm. And so I'm thinking about how is this young lady going to be impacted? One, because he's doing it, but now the world knows. Uh, you know what? That is the first time I really thought like he put her business out there. The world the knows this. Yeah. And so I can only yeah. imagine the individuals that was probably sliding in her DM. Mm. But like, yo, let's break in so we can piss your dad off. Ooh. Like I'm 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 concerned about her mental well being yeah, at this man. point. And for some people it's not that big of a deal. But you think she cares? I, that's the thing, bro. Like she's eighteen. Mm-hmm. Has she developed Mentally to understand like the longevity of the effects of his actions and his words, maybe not. I can't say that, but just thinking about the impact on her mental mm-hmm. and what that would do about, you know, relationships that she finds herself in. It's real scary, bro. Like I'm and I don't think everyone was taking that into consideration when they when when the shit hit social media because a lot of people was laughing. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm I I legit I I was I felt I felt concerned for him. I thought it was strange. I just I thought it was really really strange, man. And he said it like it was like, "Yo, yeah, yeah I tie my shoes every day." Yeah. That was troubling too. Mhm. That was troubling too. But then you, you <laughs> what, what, what you a, know, as as fathers it's, they have some books on it, but black fathers typically we we learn it by trial and error. In many cases, we making it. Where the hell was his wife to say, "Nah, nigga, you can't do"? I didn't no. mean to say, "Nigga, I'm sorry." And that's all right. That's all right. So it was a nigga moment. I'm it was trying. a nigga moment. He for was sure. the donkey of the week. Charlemagne, where are you, brother? Charlemagne had his back though. Charlemagne had his back. Yeah, man. I, uh, on the Breakfast Club interview, they were talking about it. Charlemagne had his back. Charlemagne said he had three daughters, and you know. He he was saying that what did what did Charlemagne say? He said something to the effect that, um, yeah, it required a man to be in touch with. It was some crazy term about being in touch with your feminine side to understand that that might not have been the appropriate method of going about ensuring that your daughter is safe. So let me pause you. Let me pause you right here. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna jump in on the mental health side. Like, yeah. what type of test is he giving to his sons to make sure that they're not penetrating anything? Oh, okay. Okay, right? What's good for one is good for all. And so, like, figuring this thing out, I know we still have this masculine-dominant society in terms of um, when we talked about what it takes to be a man, that, you know, you're not a man until you knock down 25 young ladies, right? Because no one can tell if you're not a virgin anymore as a man. But for a young lady, supposedly, right, supposedly, the hymen is the the sure indicator, but once again, you can that that can be, you know, broken various ways, not not by penetration. And so, one, I'm 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 gonna touch on this, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna drop it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna drop it. Right? Education needs to happen. Education needs to happen for men that are raising daughters. Fair. Right. And so in health class, we paid attention to what only applied to us. We didn't think about, I need to know this for when I have a daughter or if I have a daughter and what these conversations are going to have to entail. Two, discretion. If you are doing that, why would you broadcast that? Mm. And so, you know, the social media ain't got no cut cards. Oh, no, not at all. And the internet will always win. That damn cat. That damn cat, I'm tired of seeing this, but I laugh every time I see a new one, right? And so just thinking about what are we, like, what type of trauma are we creating by our good intentions? Because intention and impact are two different things. And and so I'm I'm concerned. And, and so, you know, hit us up on social media. If you, if you think I'm too concerned and I need to take another drink, take the edge off of life. But I'm... I'm thinking about the the repercussions beyond the gynecology. Visit. A lot of women, a lot of women that I've seen have been comment commenting on it. They they not having that man. You know what I mean? Like it's a violation. It's a complete violation. Yeah, it's a violation. So I, I mean, I I understand that, and I understand your perspective. You know, the only way I I, I don't approve the the method and the the occurrence. But I do empathize with him as a father 
trying to protect his child and prevent something that could impact their life. But here's the thing. Here's term. the thing. And I'm, I'm coming to you from an educator at this yeah. point, right? If I'm preparing my students to take the test, if if they don't have it the day of the test, ain't nothing I can do ain't about you can it. Do about it now, right? Now. And so if if you haven't been living the life that you are preaching to your children, because they see your example more than they hear your words, mm-hmm. you trying to put in all these controlling mechanisms, it's not gonna help. Nah, not being overbearing and overprotective. Nah, and if I, anything, it takes your kids away. And I pray that when she goes away to college. Right, that the OJ's had a song called "Lost." What was it, Olivia? When they said "Lost and Turned Out." Nah, that's uh, the Whispers. The wh- was it the Whispers? Yeah, that's the it Whispers. That's the Whispers. It was the Whispers. Yeah, yeah. one of those. Lost groups. and turned out. I hope she don't. I hope she don't become yeah. lost and get turned out. That's the Whispers right there. Yeah, right, I, man. Damn, man, you. That, that's your point of reference. Huh? <laughs> was that bad? Damn, uh, uh, Olivia. Olivia became a, a prostitute and and a whore. What's your point? And yeah, Olivia, like that's the. I get the gist of the on, song. She was on the streets. I was, get the gist of the song, right? But she I'm, was giving out them red light specials. Oh, not the red light. Specials. It's true. Where you think the red light came from? Mm-hmm. Wasn't from the noobs. Nah. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Y'all had some red lights though. Y'all had plenty of red light. <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. Shout out to Kappa Outside during the court. You got to call out the whole day. <laughs> but no, my like my heart goes out to the young lady, and I pray that. You know, whatever she needs to heal from this moment of in embarrassment mm. um, and exposure. I, I pray that it happens and I pray that it doesn't negatively impact her decision making um, and the choices that she does with her body. Because ultimately she she has the power to decide. And, um, you know, I may get pushback. You know, F y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Like I, I was legit. Yo. Like I was just, I was legit hurt for the young lady. But you know the the crazy part is people watching it. It's gonna be a brother out there that's gonna think that shit is okay because he don't know any better. Right? <laughs> Hell yeah, Tip. I'm gonna do that same do shit. That same too. shit, Tip. You know. You both get the donkey of the week. <laughs> what else we got to talk about? I'm getting mad all over. Nah, man. But it's <laughs> it's crazy because you know what? Whatever gave him that idea, right? And so I was thinking about it myself. As far as parenting and and relationships and being in a, a serious relationship or a marriage, etc., mm-hmm. and I was going back in my mental rolodex to say to think about like, why did I ever get married? Okay, Tyler Perry, <laughs> well, I see what I'm you asking, did there. I'm asking myself. I'm asking myself this shit now. You know, being divorced for you, I'm like, why did I get married, man? Not saying it was a bad decision. I got a great son out the deal or whatever. Got a hefty child support payment as a result. Whoop de do. But I ask myself all the time, why did I get married? Well, hold on. Like, I want to shout out. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me shout out to the individuals that are actually paying child support when the child support stuff was filed, because you got some brothers that. Dodging it like they did. Oh, dodged. I thought about it. I thought about running for cover. I'm, but I'm, they, gl- I'm glad you did. But they find you. They find you, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying get, to go to jail. They're going to get your money. I ain't trying to go to jail, man. It ain't that serious. They're going to get your money. They're going to get your money. Commonwealth habit. They, y'all, y'all got me. Yeah. Hey, man, I went I went 39 years. 39 years. Never been arrested. Never been in jail. Never been in the system. Yeah. Until. Child support paper was filed. Yes. So I I feel a certain kind of way. So let me ask you. I had a squeak. I was a I was a I was a damn boy scout, brother Jay. A goddamn boy scout. <laughs> he was a boy. I was a boy scout. He was an eagle scout. I was a damn man. Shit. I, yeah, I was a falcon. <laughs> brother Jay, I was a falcon. Is that a thing? I, hey, it, it I was a, I was a falcon. Oh, so let me yeah. ask you this, Kev. And so I've never been married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had conversations about. You know, prenuptial agreements. Um, do you did you go into your marriage thinking that divorce was an was possible? No, I I didn't I didn't go into my marriage thinking that planning like we were going to end up in divorce, right? Okay. And I mean, for real, for real, I was married. Shit, I was married eight years. It's a long ass time, brother. Yeah, you like know, almost what I'm a decade. Yeah, I was married eight years. You know, and um. Was was with her for damn. We was together since we was like seventeen, so it, it was a hefty part of my life. And so now nah, you don't, you never go into a marriage thinking you gonna get a divorce. But I also don't think 
I, I got a I got a beef. I got a beef with Bill Cosby. I got a beef with Bill Cosby. Mm. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm, oh, getting I'm gonna there. let you clean this up before I, before I be like fix it. I, I got a beef with I got a beef with Bill Cosby though because okay. I learned about like households and marriages from the damn Cosby Show. So so you got a beef with Heathcliff, not Bill. Well, Bill created the damn show. I got a beef with Bill. Okay. Right. Got a beef with Bill. A lot of people do. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Bill, sorry. I'm sorry. Bill, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Bill didn't put that other stuff out there. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Go ahead. Your beef was Bill. Yeah. Well, so I watched the Cosby Show, and I thought that you know when when uh, Cliff met Claire at Hillman, I thought you were supposed to meet the love of your life at college. Okay. And you're supposed to get married. Okay. And she going to have a degree. You're going to have a degree. And you're going to do this thing together. And then I'm going to be a doctor. She's going to be a lawyer. Okay. We're going to have five kids living in the brownstone. And it's going to be La Vida Loca. Did you go to med school? Nah, I never went to med okay. school. Nah, but, I, but we did have two masters. We, I mean, I had a master. She got a master's. And so, like, I thought, like, we was going to be the Huxtables. You was on the trajectory. Like the Holmes assist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, because how you put the plural with the S on the end? It's the Holmes assist? Is it Holmes? Just say the Holmes family. The Holmes family? Yeah. I like the Holmes assist better. The Holmes assist. <laughs> but uh, I thought that's what we were going to do, man. I thought we were going to be, like, you know, Claire and, and, and the Heathcliff. And we were going we to reminisce about our alma mater and tell our children how we met. And that they had to go to Oh, man. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, but no, I didn't go into the marriage thinking I was gonna get a divorce. Okay. At all. Um. D- what examples of a outside of Heathcliff and Claire? Mm-hmm. Um. What <laughs> examples of a in your perspective a successful marriage did you see growing up? You know, I can't really reference one mm-hmm. per se, because um, even with even with my grandparents, my grandmother, my grandfather, I was really too young to see them married without um, complications, if you will. Okay. And so, when I could start to remember what uh, you know their interactions, my grandmother was ill. My grandmother was uh, in a wheelchair and mm-hmm. legs amputated and stuff, and then she passed away. And so I can't really say them because I, so, so in my household, I never saw the ideal marriage when I was growing up. You know, I have some aunts and uncles that have been married for many years, um, but I'm not around them every day. Mm-hmm. I know at family events, it looks like it's all good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't, I can't necessarily say I saw a, uh, a day-to-day marriage and what that looks like. So and so, I I don't I don't I don't um I, d- I really don't recall you know I have the block I grew up on several neighbors you know that that were married and you know had been married for some time but once again I wasn't in that household so I didn't see you know the conflict I guess the beef that I have is you know how do you work through conflict when you are married because everything that you see you're never gonna see the bad shit mm. it's kind of like social media. That's fair. You never see the bad. You never see the bad shit. So, in what what was influencing your decision one to get married, and then what was your definition of marriage? Like what 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 was marriage to you at the age of how? What what age did you get married? When I got married, mm-hmm. damn man, how old was I when I got married? I was twenty. I was like 27. Okay. Yeah, and I was you, like 20. Yeah, so y'all 20. were together for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. We before you got married. Mm-hmm. Off and on. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, hey, I was in them streets with a K. I was in them streets. streets. Yeah, I was in them streets, man. So what was your, what, 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 what was marriage to you? Like, yo. Okay. So marriage to me was stability. Okay. It was stability. I mean, I ain't had to be in them streets chasing no hoes no more. Okay. That's tiring. It's tiring. It's tiring. It's tiring. Cause hoes run fast. Yeah, man. They, man, they got some fast legs on them, bro. Fast. For real. No pun intended. Yeah. Or was it intended? <laughs> and so, I, I, marriage to me meant stability. It meant family. Because I grew up an only child for 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, my life. 
And so marriage to me meant that I could start my own family and almost get like a do-over of my upbringing. That's what that's what it it meant to me. Okay. To have a have a wife and have a home and have a child and uh you know just do shit that normal families did, man. Like that was that was the American dream to me. So we had examples um you know, we had a lot of examples on TV. I was watching Family Matters the other day. Yeah. And I remember Carl and um, Harriet. Mm-hmm. Right? Then you had Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv. Yeah. Um, you had Claire. I love Claire. Yeah. And Cliff. Hey. Um, we had all of those, and we were provided with examples of, you know, of relationships. We got to see when they had disagreements, but we also... Got to see when the um, disagreements were resolved. Yeah. The sad part is they only happen once a week. Y- y- true. I will give you another caveat. And I'll throw in there, throw it in there. I was aiming for Claire and Cliff, mm-hmm. or the 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 goal I had in mind. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be Martin and Gina. <laughs> it turned out to be Martin and Gina, man. But we want, but it, you know, Martin and Gina had kind of a, a light, a light conflict to their dynamic. Mm. Okay. But when you in the shit, I didn't see anybody ever in the shit. I I assumed well, I mean, that they, if you got married, it was gonna be okay. They right? had their moments, but because the show was only twenty eight minutes, with, I mean twenty three minutes with commercials. Yeah. Right. They got over that moment real quick, but no one tells you that sometimes those damn moments last for weeks. Years. Years. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> yes. And so no one no one will reveal to to you that uh yeah, you're gonna have disagreements and there's gonna be miscommunication. But you have to both be at the place where you can Take accountability for your actions, what was said, what wasn't said, what was done, what wasn't done, mm-hmm. and be uh, willing for reconciliation. I didn't I didn't um, truly come to grips and, and take full accountability for my actions within the marriage until it was over. Mm. Which is sad, but yeah, it was it was over. That it was like, damn, I, I did X, Y, and Z, and I could have been better. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yeah, fair, fair. Hindsight is fair, always twenty twenty, and I think that um, there was a group of individuals we met at an event, and we we somehow stumbled across the conversation of relationships, and we always, um, you know, we 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 stated that um, we learn how to be better in the next chapter by failures from the previous chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes those failures are intended so that we can be better for what comes our way. I also, let me, let me ask you this question Mm -hmm. because you said you got into marriage without thinking about divorce. I didn't think we were going to have, it it was kind of naive to be real with you, to be real with you, you know, thinking back, um, I didn't think we were going to have conflicts to the point where divorce would be an option. Like she always said, she always said, "Well, nah, she she would never get a divorce. She would work through it, right?" But when we had conflict, she didn't work through it. Hmm. I mean, it's easier said than done. But yeah. also, you you if you can't see it, you can't be it. Fair, right? And a lot of times, we will go back on those examples that we saw and like, oh, how did they handle the conflict? And it's like, truth be told. You never saw them handle conflict. I think about my grandmother and my grandfather, and they would have some disagreements, mm-hmm. right? And I can think of several stories to where I would crack up and be like, yo, my grandfather was crazy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my grandmother was about to kill this dude, right? Yep. Like, and, and it was just like, back then it was like, no, this divorce ain't no option. Like, you figure this thing out. This yeah. is what you're doing. What are yeah. you doing? I'm going to pour you one more. You're pouring. Yeah, I'm going to pour you one more. It's my birthday. It's your birthday. Got it. That's right. So I I (laughs) was thinking about, I heard a lady say, she goes, yo, when we got together, if something was broke, you fixed it. True. Because we didn't have the resources to go out and get something else. And so she said, when I got married, I utilized that same, you know, ideology. Like, when there's a problem, you fix it. There is no, oh, well, let me go up the street. Yeah. Or let me holler at the milkman. Yeah. 
or the postman. I and we are so quick. We we are a microwave society. And we're quick to bring other entities and other people oh, into absolutely. your shit. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. Right. And that's one that's thing true. that I like I'm I'm a stickler for in, in all my past relationships and even in my current. Like if we're having a conversation, um, it's our conversation. Right. Once you start to tell what we talk about to other people, it's no longer between you and I. Mm-hmm. And this relationship is between you and I. And so I remember <laughs> I remember a conversation I had with um, one of my ex-girlfriends and I was petty and I was angry at the time. And I was like, you going to keep getting what relationship advice from your single friend that can't keep a man and you going to join her real quick. Bruh. Yeah, you gonna join her real quick? And it always be the people that that have had sorry, Mama J that that have had some fucked up relationships <laughs> that want to be the first to give you damn relationship Bruh, advice, bro. When I was going through my damn divorce, I got relationship advice from everybody and they mama, literally. Right, right. <laughs> everybody and they mama. Well, this is what you should have did. Oh. Is that what you did with your wife number three? Yeah. Or, no, you didn't do that. You learned that. At what you marry her for? It's funny because my son had, he'll ask me this too. He said, he said, well, y'all got divorced. Well, why you get married in the first place? <laughs> that probably stung coming. Yeah, from man, me. that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt, man. I love your mama. <laughs> well, you if you loved her, you would still be married. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like from the mouth of babes, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, but now and he love his mama, so he gonna always have his back, like you know. As he should. The shit gonna be awkward for me until I die, cause <laughs> all the holidays gonna be awkward. <laughs> Birthdays gonna be awkward. I'm gonna be the bad guy, man. I'm gonna be the bad guy. I'm sorry, man. You ain't by yourself. Yeah, it's all good. So fellas, so fellas, yo, I, I know your pain. I know your pain. So, so that's fair. So, what advice? What advice can you give to individuals who are in that stage of? Um, thinking about marriage and um, just some context some of my clients we have conversation you know couples therapy discussing um, one person isn't ready for marriage while the other person is giving them an ultimatum <sighs> I felt like I got an ultimatum mm, tell me more <laughs> Well, you know, once again, man, like if, if fellas, if you at the end of the day, you know, um, you can't just get the milk for free, you know, lack of lack of a a better analogy. Okay. You know, you, you, yo, you got to buy the cow at some point. A cow. Did you have to use cow? I didn't have, I I didn't have a better analogy. (laughs) I didn't have a better analogy. That's fair. But to, to, to put it in context, like you just can't keep going back to the well to get Milk or water. Okay, better yet, well, you can't keep going back to the well to get water. At some point, at some point, you got to buy the land. Yeah, because the land is the way that you're gonna build your future. Yeah, you got to buy the land at some point. Okay, you know, and so um, seven. Even though I don't think women understand that if you meet your man when y'all young, seventeen, eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. The mofo will not be the same <laughs> in five years. I hope not. He won't be the same. The, the man won't be the same from 18 to 21. And I think that's good. I think that's Let true. Alone 25. I, think, I think that's true for both sides, yeah, right? The man yeah, or the woman. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, I get it that society has built us up to have these fairy tale weddings and relationships and marriages and you ride off into the sunset and everything is all good. But that ain't life, mm. you know. And so if you want to get married that bad, you know, maybe the conversation should be had between the couple about what your perspectives are on are on marriage. Okay. You know, what your perspectives are on marriage, what your perspectives are on parenting, mm-hmm. what your perspectives are on building a future together. And what does that look like? Right. You know, who's going to be the breadwinner? How much bread is considered bread versus crumbs? Mm. Damn. You know? Uh, <laughs> you got crumb money, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm crumb. saying. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got no, you, your yeah. money ain't long. You got like, crumbs. Like, you know, well, okay, if you want to go on vacations every summer, who going to pay for that shit? Right. Or if, you know, especially in the D.C. area, shit, bro, child care is a, is a, college lay, tuition. Lay them $100 a month. It's college tuition. Easy. I, man, my, when my son, 
Well, my son was in Pampers going to a daycare. I think our childcare bill at the time was probably about it was it was about it was about eleven hundred a month. Dog, that's a mortgage. That's a rent, yeah. depending on where you at. Mm-hmm. And so, like having those realistic conversations about what is to come and what takes place, right? You know, because honestly, at the end of the day, if someone comes home and someone's tired and somebody else has been with the child all day, then it's not really about, well, you've been out all day. I've been stuck here with the kid because that person who was out all day was out making money so you could have somewhere to be with the kid. Right. Or I come in and the first thing you do is talk about, here's the kid. And then having some empathy with the, your partner to say, well, damn, she has been around or he has been in the home with an infant all day or a toddler all day. This shit is draining. Right. And, and, and level setting on what the expectations are and, walk, and, and walking through if you all don't agree on something. But I, I really do think the conversation needs to be had before you get into the shit. Well, yeah, the level setting, right? And yeah. expectations, clear yeah. expectations. Um, even, and we talked about this on several shows, but like even when it comes to conversations and communication and expectations with dating, who's going to pick up the tab, right? Bruh. And so if conversations need to be had in that stage, mm-hmm. before you make it to, you know, the engagement stage, there needs to be other conversations. Now, um, you know, I've had conversations to where um, there were some painstaking points that were made that made you you know pause need some time away and be like hmm how do I move from this like yeah. do I accept what was said um do I neglect what I thought and accept what was said or do I decide that this ain't it yeah right and so being able to make that decision one thing that I'm seeing with a lot of individuals our age I'll include you in that even though you're about to turn 40 you know that's that bullshit <laughs> that's that bullshit brother Jay but you know it's all good yeah. hey th- I will say this I got a haircut today mm-hmm. right I ain't have to use no Beijing yeah that's fair I ain't have to uh, you know I still got somewhat of a hairline I'm okay. holding on mine's gone bro. I'm holding on mine is gone you know I cut the beard off and I take it back five years. Okay. So I'll be I'll be almost forty all day. Chameleon. Come on, all chameleon. day, man. All chameleon. day. I'm still I'm still I'm still pretty, baby. Like still the, pretty like them it? like them cappers. Still pretty <laughs> like them cappers. Still pretty like them cappers, man. <laughs> so like I what I'm seeing from individuals and just in conversation, in mere observation, is that sometimes we individuals get pressured by the individuals around us if mm-hmm. um Individuals are having children. If individuals are getting married, yeah. if individuals are planning all these things, and so now you get to the point where you you get antsy and you're thinking, "Yo, I, I have a timeline." And that's what it is, and 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 it's unfortunate, brother Jay, because this timeline is is fictional. Mm-hmm. It's a fictional fucking timeline, mm-hmm. and. I, I have I have female friends now, like mm-hmm. true friends. You know, I ain't dated them or nothing like that. True friends that are, you know, mid to late 30s mm-hmm. and stressing about having a damn baby mm-hmm. and worried about having a baby but ain't found a man or, you know, they ain't worried about the man. Right. They just want the baby. Right. Which I'm just like, okay, well, if that's the case, I understand that there's societal pressures that are forcing that conversation. But damn, at least think about who you want to have a damn baby with. Right. Or if you if you're a brother and your your significant other, she's telling you, hey, I want to take our relationship to another level. Good. Why? What? And how are you gonna do it? Right. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, man, you know. I, and I have friends, and I have friends that have been in the same boat. You've been with someone for 10 years, and it's like, all right, well, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and jump that broom. That shit don't sound exciting, do it, brother Jay? Hell no, I got depressed. Yeah. Thinking about like, I guess we'll, I, hey, we, well, we've been together 10 years. Might I guess, as well. Might as well. And then the minute you get in, in, in it. Shit changes. Yeah, and, and then, then you're looking for side pieces. Yo, that shit ain't that shit ain't comfortable. <laughs> that's not what it, that's not what it's about, you know. And so 
having those realistic conversations and level setting on expectations are, are vitally important. I will say that sisters, if you out there and you and your man been together for a minute and the shit is good, I yo, okay, you don't necessarily have to be married for shit to get better. Mm. <laughs> if shit is good, like you don't have to get married to say, "All right, I let's get married because it could be better than what we already have." Like if y'all like going to you know, if y'all like going to party or, or go going to a happy hour or going to church on Sunday or hell going to Applebee's together or something like doing that. that two for twenty. That's all it is. That that's all it's about, man. We just want somebody to go to Applebee's with that two for twenty, bro, and go to go go to the movies. That's yeah. it. That's 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 human nature. So I I think you don't have to force a you don't have to force a marriage if both parties are not ready to get married just because your girlfriend is getting married. Right. Like, that shit is dumb to me. Right. Everyone that I'm with, you know, everyone around me has gotten married. Now everybody's looking at me like, what's wrong with me? Or somebody had a bond wedding. Somebody had a bond wedding. And then it's like, shit, you supposed to be supporting your girlfriend, but you actually envisioning yourself right. in that white dress right. doing the whole ceremony. Right. But I also need you to envision that checking account. Yeah. That's going to be required for this. Yeah. You know, you want to have a wedding. And the wedding, shit, wedding in D.C. cost you 30 grand. Minimum. That's and, just that's just and, the day. And you and the brother you with ain't none of y'all got no money. Right. <laughs> right. And then you inviting all these people that don't really care about you. That's what I'm saying. Not giving you a gift to put on that thirty thousand. It's dumb. So it's it's almost like yo, what 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 is this really about, man? Is it is this about keeping up with the Joneses and and fitting into society, or is it truly about you being with the person that you love? And you want to spend the rest of your life with. And, like, I think people get that shit twisted. Mm -hmm. They see an image, but not necessarily thinking about all of the stuff behind the image. Social media is a perfect example. Yeah. You only going to see people winning on social media. Oh, absolutely. You ain't going to see the fucked up shit. Ain't nobody going to put their eviction notice on, on no. social media. Ain't nobody going to put, yo, I'm behind on my light bill or... None of that. You know... Collection notices. That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody putting none, none of that, that shit on social media. You only going to see the good shit. Mm. And so, people are so easily influenced by what they see somebody else doing that you kind of miss sight of the big picture. Right. And so, we don't get proper marital counseling before we get married. Facts. We uh we don't seek out mentors that I think is very vital before we get married. Facts. And the mentor doesn't have the mentors don't have to be a family member or a member of your church. Right. You know, it could be somebody you just think is dope. Right. You know, it's to, to really seek out that guidance because oftentimes, bro, we don't have a blueprint for shit. <laughs> we don't have a blueprint for a damn thing, right. brother Jay. You know, as black men in America I thought that getting married and marrying your college sweetheart, that was the thing to do, and that would put me on the right track to live a happy life. And I can go back to homecoming with my wife. With my wife. Sharing and, this homecoming experience. And, and then when we have a kid, we take him along, yeah. and he going to go to where we went to, and he going to play as where we played. Because that's what we're thinking about, because we think, all right, if we, if we have that level of focus, then the likelihood of your life turning out better Okay, we had we had a roadmap. It, it was probably a fictional roadmap mm. that came on at eight o'clock on Thursday nights on NBC. Right, <laughs> but it was a better roadmap than some of the shit that you were seeing in your household. And I will I will echo your sentiments in terms of a blueprint, but also saying that we can't join up with anyone, whether it's a relationship or a friendship, until we get our own shit together. True. True. Right. And so there's a lot of individuals who are out here who need therapy, who need to have counseling, mm -hmm. who need to work through some trauma. Right. And and a lot of individuals are suffering from anxiety, mm. hanging on to shit that they were supposed to let go Bruh. years ago. It's so true, man. It's so true, because if I had the mindset that I have now after going through therapy and counseling and just dealing with my own shit. Mm -hmm. I would have been a better husband. You know, I would have been a better husband. And unfortunately, it also can't just be one individual within the relationship oh. that has all of the fucking correcting to do. Yeah. It has to be both people that's working together for a common cause. I mean, let's think about it. That's like you, let's use a car as an example. 
and I only get the left side of the tires rotating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the tires on the right side, they're not going to be any uh, of use. Yeah, just uh, matter of fact, I don't need a full oil change. Just pour, pour about half, yeah. half in and half of the and old stuff. Leave the other half in. Take that filter and drain it for yeah, a little just, bit. It'd be all right. Just, just wring it out. <laughs> <laughs> just wring out the filter and put it back. Right, and so... <laughs> A lot of individuals that, you know, some of my former clients, what we've had in the conversation is one person thinks the other person needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is the person, is it the person that needs to be fixed or is it just behavior and trauma that needs to be worked on? Yeah. Right. We have these false expectations. Yes. Yeah. Um, we have these poor patterns of communication that we are just constantly feeding and instead of fixing them, we're feeding them. Right. And so I, I, I see that as a red flag when I'm talking to individuals and they can point out what the other person is doing. And then my all my favorite question is, what role did you play in this? Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you sat by the wayside and allowed them to behave this way and you didn't provide a moment of observation, which leads to correction. You're facilitating this. Yep. So now what do you, what do you have to work on? Because the, the successful couples that I've seen that have gotten married and, you know, the marriages are flourishing, they know how to handle conflict. Absolutely. And they accept that there will be conflict. Mm-hmm. They know how to communicate through that conflict. Yep. And they don't take themselves so serious to the point where conflict does exist it's the other person's fault correct correct like you have to have accountability Mm -hmm. you know if you can't have accountability then shit in the end of the day nobody's perfect man you know we were talking about ti previously i understand his fear as a father his methods were not right like so let's 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 focus on the methods yep not saying that he's a bad father not like, the madness people but the people was dragging him on people were dragging him online like well yeah he's a bad father he's doing this doing that doing that but it's it's wild because most of the people that are making comments aren't parents that part <laughs> right and so i had that i i could empathize with him his methods were not right mm-hmm. but i understood his fear yeah, I, get I understood his fear. And and when you are in a marriage, nobody's going to be perfect, man. That shit is not going to be when when uh, Cliff met Claire on the campus of Hillman College in Virginia. Because it is Hillman. And, and, and your kids not going to go to Hillman and marry somebody that's just going to be the, the, the super, super ideal person that you want them to be with at Hillman. Right. And they not gonna have conflict. Like the shit is fictional, bruh. I feel like sometimes like when it comes to marriages, man, I feel like sometimes, bro, we are in a matrix. And we just keep feeding and feeding and feeding. And then when you do hit conflict or when you really are in the shits, then the divorce is the escape. That's the escape button. That's mm-hmm. the reset button on the video game. Yeah. But and you know, it it sounds simple, mm-hmm. but that's a long process. Man, divorce is I, I, and I will tell people this day in and day out. And even my friends that are married that have complications, conflicts with their marriage. I'm like, yo, man, don't leave her or don't leave them. Because one, it ain't nothing out here in these streets mm. with a K. Ain't nothing out here in these streets. No streets. Right? And two, I'm pretty sure if you all could just take a step back, breathe. And come back to the table to address whatever conflict you have is probably not that serious, right? Because obviously y'all got married because shit, you knew his you knew his feet was crusty when you married him, <laughs> or you knew you knew her breath stank extra hard in the morning when yeah. you married him. Yeah. So why is that shit a big deal now? <laughs> but I, I and I think a lot of this is this comparison thing that we do, and I mean we do it in and out of relationships, yeah. right? If someone gives you. Someone bakes you sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm. You start to compare it to someone else's sweet potato pie. True. And that can sometimes be a good thing, sometimes be a bad thing. But it's like, yo, you need to acknowledge, one, that they, they baked you a pie. Right? So they have the know-how. Um, they thought about you, so there's concern and generosity. 
um, and they took the time to do it. And so instead of saying, yo, this this good, but don't taste like my grandmother's pie, your grandmother didn't make the pie. Bruh. Yo, look at it as, let, let's take something as simple as sex. Yeah. Well, she don't do it like such and such did it. But, yo, when such and such was doing it, she was in your pockets every time. Right, or she oh. was on your damn nerves. Yeah, or, or he, he, he don't lay it down. He don't lay it down like uh, such and such laid it down. But, yeah, such and such was beating your ass right. when he was laying it down. Too. And he didn't have a job. And he didn't have a job. So and, he was, and, and, he, and he was with you because he needed somewhere to stay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like. So, so I'm like, let, let's call a spade a spade, Figure it man. out. And I think yeah. we need to be able to hit that reset button when we exit a relationship and start to take it for what it is at the surface. Right. True. New person, new experiences versus comparing it. Because one thing that you will never do, you will never find another that is just like what you were longing for. No, not at all. Not at all. Because either the opportunity has passed or, you know, hell, man, we we blow a lot of opportunities, too. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, I tell my students that there's nothing more expensive than a missed opportunity. Yeah. Right, and so because like, divorce is expensive as hell, I will tell you all this. Hey, man, is if you when they say it's cheaper to keep her, that's some true shit. That is, I, 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 I abide by that <laughs> mantra. It is cheaper to keep her, you know. And so I just feel like um, people use divorce or separation as a solution. Mm. When really the solution could be conflict resolution right. versus a divorce, you know, because if, if you don't, because the, the wild thing is, oh yeah, well we were married and we, you know, now we're divorced, but we're the best of friends now. Why couldn't you be the yeah. best of friends when you were together? Yo, people say that shit, and I'm like, it yo, took, you took, sound stupid. It took lawyer <laughs> cost and alimony yo, to be you, best friends. Y'all had to spend ten grand. Y'all had to spend ten grand for the to be the best of friends. Liquidate your assets. Mama J, I'm sorry. But get the fuck out of here. That is dumb. That is dumb. You know? And so it, it but it, it's wild it's wild though, bro, because I just feel like um we don't we don't take the decision seriously and we and we we think that um stuff is supposed to be peaches and cream. Once you get married, and that's just not realistic, Fact. you know. And unfortunately, uh, Cliff and Claire they never uh, told me that, mm. you know. Well, so my Martin and Gina was extreme, it was like Ghost and Tasha almost. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just sad. And I think that's where we <laughs> we end the show, yeah, man. I ain't killed nobody though. <laughs> And we ain't got our baby out there selling no drugs. But you know what though? The the finger point. You see power. You see power when it goes poke poke. He the, the shit out of her head, <laughs> Bruh, One of my friends. Bruh, that finger point. I I was so proud of him though. I was proud of him because his rage. He could have he could have punched her. Yeah, his rage was like, yeah. yo, you got my son out here doing the same shit that I didn't want to do. Yeah. It, it, matter of fact, it's, it's because of you. I've been this shit. I didn't want to be a drug dealer all my life. You wanted me to be a drug dealer. You wanted the bags, right? You yeah. Wanted... Now you want my son to be a drug dealer. And man, that finger poke, bro. I, that was like the finger poke heard around the world. <laughs> my friend said, <laughs> my friend said her and her husband were watching it, and she jumped back <laughs> when he mushed her with that. Yo, that was a strong finger, fellas, bro, fellas. I understand it, man. Bruh. That finger poke. That finger poke. It was bruh. so disrespectful. Oh my god, that thing man. was so disrespectful. Pushed her whole hairline. Bro. <laughs> Did you see the meme? Say, say, you ain't changed your wig since three LW, Tasha. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yo, yeah. That, that picture she had with Nancy Pelosi, I say, dang, she's still recovering from that finger. From that pushback, <laughs> that was a pushback. That was a pushback. Yo, talk about peeling your cap back. <laughs> <laughs> yo, hey man, it's been a wonderful episode on the Game Record <laughs> Game Podcast, but sisters. 
yo, don't 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 earn that finger poke, man. That finger poke <laughs> nope, was fish. That's not your line. That's not yo. That's, that's not, not right that's now. not where that's not that's not the business. <laughs> that's not the business, man. And fellas, I get it, man. You know, you in a relationship with your lady, it's gonna come a time and a place. You know, I don't put your hands on your woman though. But damn, some people need finger poke every now and then. Because, <laughs> man, that finger poke, boy. <laughs> she had whiplash out yo, there, bro. Yo. Like, that thing was strong. Hey, yo, didn't he, didn't, he, didn't he follow it up with your dumb ass? <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 bro. Yo, bro, I. You had bro. spit flying out his mouth. Yo, he man. was pissed. Ghost was man, angry. Man, he hit that joint. And I was just like, yup, I understand. <laughs> I understand, man. It was it was dramatic, man. I understand. That was an intense scene, but that yeah. that finger mush, I was like, hey, but no. be, be careful what you do because she, he was dead the next the next weekend. Oh, <laughs> shot at least. So we said, <laughs> watch it, watch yourself, watch who you put your hands on now. <laughs> you know, Al Green, Al Green got a, a a pot of hot grits thrown at him, so don't put your hands on your lady, fellas. <laughs> grip ball, you playing grip ball. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, man. Well, that's been uh, the latest edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to continue uh, turning the GRG podcast into drink champs. I'm going to take these shots. And uh, until next time, be light. Be light.